Welcome to our first episode of the 2022 college football season. The Blitz with CK is definitely back for another year. I'm very, very happy to be back um, for this college football season. It's going to be a great one. I'm very looking forward to all of these big matchups that we have going on in the first couple weeks. However, I wanted to start off the first episode with teams that I think are on the rise this year. Teams that are going to finally break through and have better seasons than last year. So without further ado, I'm going to jump right into it. We're going to start off with my number one team that I think is going to be on the rise and a team with a lot of potential this year. And that's going to be the Texas Longhorns. The Texas Longhorns bring back Bijan Robinson at running back, who had a great year last year. And they also bring back freshman All-American Xavier Worthy. Xavier Worthy was a great playmaker for them last year. He's a lot of speed and space. And they just kind of had flaws last year. And, you know, Sarkeesian's first year at Texas. So there was definitely some discrepancies and some differences in game plans and all of that stuff. However, the loss to Kansas really set him apart. Now, I think this year is going to be a lot different. There's a lot more positive surrounding in Austin, it seems like. There's a lot of support with them. They seem to have gotten the pieces that they finally want with a great quarterback coming in and Ewers and just playmakers all around the field. So, you know, the big game on their on their schedule has got to be week two against Alabama. Alabama is such a dynamic team. They're the favorites to win it all again this year, which is no surprise. But this is definitely going to dictate Texas' season this year. If they go in and just come out flat, it's going to be brutal. You know, they're playing at home. The game has so much hype around it already. You know, so it's going to be definitely one of those games that, you know, it's a make or break. And I know it's early on in the season, but if Texas loses this one, they're going to lose a lot of hope. And it might change the whole recruiting game that they have from going right now. They got Arch Manning in the 2023 class, and ever since then, it's just blown up for them. So it seems like Texas is definitely a team on the rise, not only for this year, but for future years as well. And I think this year could be the start of something great for them. Finally, something that they can get back to their old ways of winning national championships and Big 12 titles. But I think this year they start with at least just getting in contention for the Big 12 title. The second team that I see rising this year has got to be the USC Trojans. USC has changed the whole landscape of their program this year, bringing in Lincoln Riley as the head coach and bringing in a bunch of transfers, including Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison. Caleb Williams was in Heisman contention last year, even though he didn't start out the year as quarterback at Oklahoma, but he took over for Spencer Rattler in the UT game, and it kind of just blossomed for them. I mean, they ended up the season pretty well, not where they hoped to be, but for being a freshman quarterback, he did a pretty good job. Now, also bringing in Coach Lincoln Riley with all the record, the track record of success he brings in is also a great, great hire for them. I mean, you can't complain if you're a USC fan because you pretty much have everything on the table and on the plate for you now. However, it's how they can execute in the West Coast. You, The Pac-12 has been very, very non-apparent in the latest college football playoffs. Um, in the past couple years, we haven't seen many teams in contention out there. I mean, I guess you could say Utah for sense, but, you know, they lost a bad game last year and all that stuff. So you haven't really seen the Pac-12 be dominant like they used to be. You know, USC in the 2000s were just the team to beat. They were great with Reggie Bush and just the program they had was awesome. 
Now, I think this year they're trying to get back to that. You know, they hired Lincoln Riley. They got Jordan Addison, the wide receiver of the year last year. So bringing in all these key pieces is definitely brewing something great in for USC. Um, now, it may not be the, you know, groundbreaking year that they get through and get those championships again, but it's definitely the start of something. Last year, they ended at four and six, didn't make a bowl game. But it will be pretty awkward to see Lincoln Riley not be in a bowl game this year. So I think he at least leads him to a bowl game. Moving on to the SEC East with our next one. We look at Josh Heupel and the Tennessee Volunteers. Now the Tennessee Volunteers had an up and down season last year, losing some pretty bad games against Georgia and Alabama. However, they should have won a couple that were close and they ended the season around 7-6. and six. Now that was bowl eligible and they were able to win the bowl game, However, there was some controversy early in the season when the quarterback battle came along. Hendon Hooker didn't win the starting position right away, but an injury to Joe Milton early on led Hendon Hooker to take over for the season. He finished with upwards of 20, upper 20s to lower 30s in touchdowns, and he only threw three interceptions, and he had 3,000 yards. Now, that's something really, really, really impressive. He also is very mobile, so he has the you know, potential to lead a very, very dynamic offense this year. Now, the bad part of them is the defense. The defense isn't the strongest, but I think they'll be able to get the job done. For Tennessee, they got an incoming transfer in Brew McCoy. This guy had a lot of controversy with him. He um, started out at USC, went back to Texas, went back to USC, something happened, and now he's at Tennessee. He was one of the highly touted prospects in, you know, a couple classes ago, so for him to get finally, you know, a home in Tennessee is something where we can maybe see his potential and maybe see the talent on the field. And I really hope to see it because Tennessee has been compared to like an Ole Miss like last season. Ole Miss made a New Year's Six Bowl. So it'll be interesting to see if Tennessee can do that. However, they do play in the SEC East, which is a very favorable division in the SEC. Um, their toughest competition is definitely going to be Georgia this year. They do play Alabama again. So it'll be interesting to see how they fare in those games. But other than that, I think they have a good shot of breaking through this season and, you know, carrying on with more and more into the later seasons. There was some allegations that came out against them, but we'll see how it affects them. But for now, I think they'll just play their hearts out and try to have the best season they possibly can. For our next team, we jump to the Big Ten. And this one may not be a shocker at all because this one is probably on everyone's list. And it's got to be the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Nebraska finished the season at 3-9 and nine last year, but they had some really close games, and they competed in pretty much every game they played last season. They held it close against Michigan, who was a college football playoff team too, and had them on the ropes until the very end and let it slip away. Now, Nebraska has had a lot of controversy over the past couple years with Coach Scott Frost coming in. And, you know, it was his dream job to come coach at his alma mater, he did a very good job at Oregon, went to US, UCF, Central Florida, and had an undefeated season there beating Auburn. This led him to go to Nebraska, and things have kind of just fallen apart and not gone, not gone his way so far. So this year might be the breakthrough year. However, they did lose a key piece in Adrian Martinez. Adrian Martinez was definitely the backbone of the team last year. He led the team. He was a great quarterback in everything. He is now playing for Kansas State this season, but that didn't stop him from going right to the transfer portal and picking up a quarterback from Florida State 
and also picking up Casey Thompson from University of Texas. I think Thompson will probably start for them this year and lead the offense. They picked up a bunch of transfers all over the field too. They have some good receivers coming in, and they have a lot of defensive talent coming from other schools. So it'll be interesting to see how they compete in the Big the Big Ten this year. I think they'll do a much better job and hopefully make a bowl. However, if they don't make a bowl, I think Scott Frost has got to be out of Nebraska. He's definitely on the hot seat, so I think seven wins is the threshold for him. If he doesn't make it over, if he makes it over seven wins, he'll be able to keep his job. But if seven wins doesn't come this season, it's going to be a bad, bad news for Scott Frost. The final team that I think is going to rise this year has got to be the LSU Tigers. The LSU Tigers had a huge downfall last year after winning the national championship just a few years ago with NFL quarterback Joe Burrow. That was destiny for them. They had Justin Jefferson at receiver, and they had Joe Burrow at quarterback, so you couldn't ask for a much better offense. Now, last year was a year they just want to forget about, probably. They did horrible. Coach O was fired, or I guess parted ways with his contract just because they were doing so bad. But it seems like they have a whole new landscape like USC. They brought in Notre Dame coach Brian Kelly, who claims he wants to win right away. Um, I think this is definitely possible. They have a huge battle going on at quarterback right now. I think um, Neusmeyer definitely will probably win the job. However, their other options are definitely not bad with Jaden Daniels and um, Miles Brennan. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with the quarterback position. But we can't, you cannot forget about Kayshawn Butte. Kayshawn Butte was a dynamic receiver last year for them. He got hurt in the season, so he wasn't able to complete a full season, but he was just such a great playmaker in the time he did play. Um, The defense has a lot of transfers coming in. The coaching staff has seen a full new change, so I think it's a whole new game for LSU. And I think competing in the SEC West is going to be good for them. It's going to be a good test, Um, but you know our eyes lay on week one and another team that's supposed to rise this year in Florida State. Florida State and LSU will play, and we'll definitely see who the winner of the risers are going to be this year. So I'm definitely looking forward to LSU and seeing what they have. Um, I don't think it's going to be a national cha- national championship kind of caliber team right away, but I think the program is definitely headed in the right direction, and it's a team to be on the rise. Well, that's going to conclude my five teams that I think are going to rise this year. Texas, Nebraska, LSU, Tennessee, and USC. I think those are all teams to watch out for and should be pretty fun to watch this year because they all have a changing kind of landscape to them. Except for Nebraska and Texas, they kind of have something established, but they're definitely going to rise. But thanks for listening, and I hope to catch you on the next episode.